Turtles All the Way Down is the acclaimed number one bestseller by John Green, author of The Fault in Our Stars. Turtles All the Way Down is now streaming on Max. Asa Holmes is trying. She is trying to be a good daughter, a good friend, a good student, and maybe even a good detective, while also living within the ever-tightening spiral of her own thoughts. NPR called the novel a sometimes heartbreaking, always illuminating glimpse into how it feels to live with mental illness. As a fellow YouTuber, I remember reading my first John Green book and feeling so seen. His words that were eventually turned into movies really hit home with me and my age group, especially as I've gotten older. I've dealt with my own battles with mental health, and I'm very, very excited to see this movie. And you can buy your copy of Turtles All the Way Down in stores today and catch the movie streaming on Max. And now, back to the show. This Happy Times episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. I need to get something off my chest. I recently turned 28, and I'm freaking out. Owning a home, taxes, and being a real adult comes with a lot of stressors that I wasn't really prepared for. And the best way to get something off of my chest is to talk to someone, which is where therapy comes into my life. Talking with someone that has the knowledge and information to help me look at my issues from a different perspective has helped me slow down my life a little bit and help calm me down. If this is something that you can relate to, then I recommend you give BetterHelp a try. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. You can visit betterhelp.com slash happy times today and get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash happy times. And now back to the episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome to today's podcast. My name is Joey Kidney and well, welcome back. Welcome to the Happy Times Podcast. Just to give you guys an idea of like where I'm sitting and what I not like you actually care, but right now I'm currently sitting on my couch that I've replaced in my apartment. I live in a 600 square foot studio apartment in Ottawa, Ontario, which is actually pretty decent in size. A lot of the time when you get a studio, you're looking at something that's like 300 square feet. Okay. I'm not a realtor. I'm not trying to sell you anything. I'm just trying to give you an example of where I am, what I'm doing and everything like that. And lately I've been very, um, let's call it content fatigue. And that's why I stopped doing the podcast. And that's why I stopped doing a lot of things. And I found myself falling back into it again. And I was honestly scared. I was super scared that I wasn't going to be able to get out of it. And I think something that's very important is our environment. Now, we create this environment for ourselves and we don't even think about it. Like It's honestly the friends that you hang out with, it's the people that you surround yourself with, and it's obviously the environment that you place yourself in. And we don't think about where we are when we're waking up every single day and going to work. But when you do a job like me, where you're work is your home and it is where you wake up and it is where you poop and it is where you cook dinner. And I don't know why I said the poop thing, but it just happens. It's where you relax. It's where you take your time off. It's where you honestly just live your every single day life. And when you take that and it's also your work, it kind of gets very, it gets a place where you can't bounce your ideas off anything because you're bouncing them off, honestly, your bed and they're kind of getting stuck there. And then that's kind of like how you feel emotionally. You feel very stuck. So it's important to change your environment. So today 
I replaced all of my furniture. And I know that sounds like something so simple and so almost dumb, but I replaced everything. And I posted that on my vlog channel, which is Joey Kidney Vlogs. And it kind of like doesn't work with the flow of the room, but it's so important to just change your environment and put yourself in a different one every now and then. And that's exactly what I did. Like my TV is in the corner when it used to be on the big wall and I put my desk on the big wall and just watch the video and you'll understand what I'm talking about. But I feel so much more creative. I've done so much more work in this one morning than I have in my entire week. Like I'm sitting down on my couch looking out at my beautiful window in my beautiful city and I mean it's not my city but (laughs) I'm very thankful to be living in Ottawa and because our fall is absolutely beautiful. So I'm looking out on this, these beautiful trees and I'm colorblind. I can't really see all the colors, but I'm sure they're beautiful. And it's just creating a new environment for myself. And I am so thankful I did that today. And I really want to, I want to tell you guys that you need to do that too, whether it's you're in a relationship or whether you're in honestly, just any, any tough situation. I think it's really important that if you want to change that, you need to change the environment. Like I was on the phone the other day with one of my friends and she was saying that she was having trouble giving advice to this one girl and she kept going back to this boy that didn't treat her right and everything like that. And I was like, well, here's her issue. Cause she thought that she was always giving the same advice to the same problem. She thought that the girl was always coming to her Ah, the burps are back. Sorry. When I talk a lot, I burp. I'm sorry. Welcome to the podcast. But she thought that this girl was always coming to her with the same problems. And then I was like, well, you're probably giving the same solutions. So you guys are in a rut. And the, the, the right answer is you kind of have to give tough love. And I told her, I was like, this girl is never going to change because one, she probably doesn't want to change. And two, she's in the same environment. If you're surrounded by negative impacts all day, every single day, and you don't change where you are, then that's constantly going to keep happening to you. Why would it change? If you're constantly, say, say I wake up like I did today. Say I wake up and I'm constantly working in the same environment. Obviously, if I'm a creative person and I need to be creative for my job, I'm not going to find any creativity in my space because it's been the same space for the past year and a half. So I'm always going to be making the content that I have been for the year and a half. When If I want to make new stuff, I need to change where I am. I need to change my environment. I need to change the people I see. I need to change all of that. So if you're trying to look for advice on, on, on a how to help certain people, well, I truly recommend like telling them to change their environment. And being in a different environment allows you to think differently. It allows you to bounce your ideas off totally different walls. And maybe even that's even totally different people. Does this make any sense to you guys? Because it makes a lot of sense to me where if I go to a coffee shop every single day, yes, I'm wasting that 3 to $6, but I'm not wasting it because I'm going out there and I'm being way more creative and getting way more work done than what I would have got in my studio apartment because I'm so content fatigued in here. I'm so distracted by absolutely nothing in here that I'm not getting work done. So I think it's a little bit better to go and spend that 3 to $6 every day at a coffee shop in order to get work done because if we're talking about money, that's going to make me more money because I'm getting more work done. Now, I talk a lot and I talk a lot and I talk very fast in podcasts and a lot of you guys ask me to slow down, so I'm going to try to slow down. Um, but today we're going to do it a little bit different. Things are going to be a little different. I didn't necessarily know what to talk about on today's podcast. So I reached out to you guys on Instagram and I asked to, uh, I, I did like one of those question things where you guys can submit questions and we're going to do kind of like the Q and a, but I'm going to talk a little bit more on each subject and we're just going to pick the first one that I see. Um, 
how to take pretty pictures without having extraordinary having to travel to extraordinary places ah so i'm a photographer if you guys don't know and i don't know if this is like something that you guys want to listen to on the podcast since this is more about self-love but i'm a photographer uh go by the the name of taken by joey on instagram at taken by joey if you want to follow that and a lot of people ask me how I take photos. Um, so being colorblind and not being able to see the same thing that everybody else sees, it's become, it becomes kind of difficult to take these photos. And it's it, it's honestly interesting to me because only 4.5% of the world can see the photo the way I see it. And I think that's really, really cool. Um, and a lot of the time people ask me, like, I, I live in okay. I live in Ottawa. Ottawa is very boring. Like literally, we have the most beautiful fall. We have a beautiful winter. But in between that, it's kind of just gray and it's really boring. And it's hard to get these photos. But I love taking photos in places that don't seem that extraordinary. I don't. I like taking photos in bad places because I like focusing on my subject. I'd rather the the idea behind taking a photo without being in a crazy place is your subject. You want to focus on your subject. I like telling my story through my subject rather than where they are. I love showing where they are, don't get me wrong. But I want to, I want to tell my story through the eyes of my model because they have way more to say than, I don't know, a tree that's behind them. That Honestly, that tree could be 150 years old. It probably is. But I, what I want to say in my photos is through my model. So it's important to you to take your subject, whatever subject, whether it's a model or whether it's a camera or whatever it is, um, your subject is going to tell your story rather than the landscape. Uh, next question is how to get through junior year. Shake my fucking head. Um, I don't know what junior year is. Uh, I'm Canadian. We don't go by that. Is that grade 11 or 11th grade? Whatever you guys call it. I honestly don't know what that is, but to get through any year of high school, I recommend just understanding that, literally like look around and understand that hey if you didn't have high school you probably wouldn't have majority of the friends that you have um and i'm not and it's a great place to learn obviously that's what school is so i'm not going to say that but it's honestly just a great place to get out of the house and change your environment like i was talking about earlier and to become creative and a lot of our minds are developed in high school and a lot of the people who i know it doesn't seem like it and people don't want to give credit to it but like probably elon musk or whatever he probably came up with the ideas in the time period of when he was in high school because that's just that's just our brain is like really developing we're being exposed to so many new people so many new things so i think just understanding like why you're there and the purpose of it can really help you get through it uh getting over someone this is never an easy thing to do and i want to be very clear sorry i stutter a lot in these i swear a lot in these i'm not perfect i'm not a doctor i am just somebody talking through life experiences but when I answer these, these are all ad lib. I don't have these written out. This is the first time I'm looking at them. I don't have certain responses that I want to give. I don't have any of that stuff. I just literally just have my mind and <laughs> I'm not even wearing glasses because when I wear glasses, I focus on other stuff and I get very distracted. But if I want to stay on a topic, then I, well, I take off my glasses, which is kind of weird. But um, let's go back to it. Getting over someone. It's a very tough thing to do. I've been doing it for probably a year and a half now because you're you're not trying to get over somebody you're just trying to like move past it because i don't think we're ever going to get over someone if we truly love them we're never going to get over them but we can move past the situation and i think that's something you need to understand and uh, the best way to do it is honestly with new people um and this doesn't mean you have to replace that person you're not replacing them you're just moving past it with different people you're creating new memories and that's something that I, i think a lot of us are scared to do but it's it's a really important piece into moving on. 
because well I mean I, I'm, my best my best suggestion is literally to hang out with friends I know that's so cliche but your friends are very good distractions and they have other friends that are also very good distractions and however you want to get over somebody is however you want to do it there's no bad way to do it you're, it's going to be bad either way whether you're sleeping around whether I don't recommend any of these but whether you're sleeping around or whether you're drinking a lot or whether you're active I re- recommend being active but sometimes being too active is a little bit too bad um it's just everything comes in moderation and that's it takes time you have to understand that it takes time to get over somebody and it's not going to happen tomorrow it's going to happen in like a year um how to motivate yourself how to get inspired like i said i was i was having a really hard time being inspired so i changed my environment i changed like how i live every day i i ate a bit differently today i'm gonna go to the gym a little bit later today i'm just i'm it's to change up your routine if you fall into a slump or a routine of a slump then you're constantly going to be in that if you keep doing it it's pretty simple so to stay motivated and be motivated and be inspired well you got to do stuff that's going to get you inspired and motivated. Like tomorrow, I what day is it tomorrow? <laughs> I'm really bad with the days. Today's a Thursday. Uh, tomorrow, I I don't. I'm going to shoot at uh, Best Buy, which is really cool, and I'm getting myself motivated to do that. And it's planning stuff each and every day that gets you motivated to get out of bed. And I think that's important. Um, how to be yourself is like the. How to find yourself is a better question than how to be yourself. You're never not going to be yourself. You have to understand that. This comes from Lena. I, I realize I haven't been reading the names. Uh, Lena says, um, or Lene, I, I, this is why I don't say names. I absolutely butcher them. Um, but how to, how to be yourself, you are constantly yourself. People who are like, people who say that, I think, don't understand that they're always going to be themselves, whether they're trying to be somebody else or anything like that. They're always just going to be them trying to be that person. So you're the best you that you can possibly be, and I like you're never not going to be that, so understand that. Um, but how to find yourself is a very difficult thing. And I think finding yourself, you almost have to get lost. And again, that's very cliche. But I was I went through the hardest time of my life in January uh, last year and I was alone. I was so alone in this apartment and I, I try, I don't cry. I don't know what's wrong with me. I don't cry. I don't know why, but I was having the hardest time. I couldn't cry. I couldn't get, I couldn't get over the situation that I was going through anything like that. And I literally, all I wanted to do was just not live. And I didn't want, I didn't want to take my life. I just didn't want to live. There's a totally big difference there, but finding myself, that's when I found myself. I sat down and I got inspired because the next day I literally had to plan it. I had to plan my next day. I had to plan my next move and I didn't know what to do, but I was so motivated to have some change in my life. So being addicted to change and understanding that you're going to change every year, you're never going to truly know somebody. And I think that's absolutely wild. You will never fully know somebody because tomorrow they're a totally different person because they learned so much from yesterday um, or today. I think that's insane. So finding yourself, you, you you have to kind of lose yourself because we're constantly changing. And if you are if you are willing to seek that change, then I think you're going to find yourself a lot quicker. And you're going to find out that you're going to like things that you didn't even think you'd like, which is going to motivate you to wake up for the next day. So all of these things kind of go together. What, like If you're trying to find yourself and you're also trying to be motivated, be motivated to find yourself. And that's something that, that's a technique that can lead to great things. Like if you are a YouTuber, if you are a creator, if you are working anything creative, that's really good because if you document that, and I know that, that like, I don't want you just documenting that for the purpose, for the purpose of it, but if you document that for yourself, that can create a great story. 
and it's a great story just for you too. Like I think that's so interesting. If I was I was if I was to watch that, that'd be so interesting. Um, how to get over rejection? Already answered that. College experiences. Do you have any advice for students or seniors in high school this year? A lot of a lot of school talk, and on, like I said, my best my best advice for school talk is just to understand you're in school. Understand that my okay. Actually, my best advice for school and school work, and if you're in college, I I highly recommend this as well. Never work past twelve a.m. Okay, your brain completely shuts off. I never ever ever did work for high school or college past twelve a.m. Was I a straight A student? <laughs> Was I a straight A student? Uh, kind of. Um, I was on a roll. Uh, but uh, some some classes I didn't get straight A's. And if you want to be a straight A student, work your ass off. But if you want to have a good mental health and actually enjoy high school, take it easy. Listen, we're not designed to work 24 hours a day. Uh, I, my job is 24 hours a day, which is insane. But we're not designed to work like that. When in high school, they're giving you these projects and they're giving you this homework so you can learn to manage. Time management is a huge thing. But if when you're given a project, your brain shuts off at like 10 p.m. Let's be real. You're exhausted. You go to school at what? You wake up at what? Like 6, 7 a.m. or I don't know what's I don't know what time school starts anymore. You wake up these times. Sorry, I kinda have to burp. And just because I get an air bubble because I talk so much and so quickly and I don't drink water. It's just me talking, so that's why that happens. But um where was I? Oh my god, ADHD is kicking in. I apologize, guys. Uh, oh, you go to school for like 8 a.m. basically. And you come home at like 3. You sit down, and if you go straight to work and you work straight till 10, you're going to be exhausted. Or if you work past that, you're going to be exhausted. But you probably come home. You lay on the couch for a few hours. Your parents come home. They cook you dinner. You eat some dinner. You maybe have a sport to play. Then blah, blah, blah. You Or maybe you're just make, playing video games. You hang out with some friends. Then you come home. And it's like eight or eight or between 8 and 10 p.m. And you're like, oh, crap. I still have to do schoolwork. And then you work past like one because you're trying to get the schoolwork done. That is the most unhealthy thing. Everything else is pretty, pretty healthy. But what I recommend is... Don't work past 12. So the way that works is you you schedule your workload to be done before then. So whether it's getting home from school and getting it done, I know this takes a lot of discipline, but discipline leads to success. It's the hardest thing to do, but it's the best thing you can learn. Now, when you get home, you're never going to want to do this. But if you actually sit down and work and get some work done, then you're going to be done and you're not going to have anything to worry about. So what I would do is I would always finish my work in school so when I get home I didn't have any homework. But if I did, then I get home and I do it and then I go play hockey and I go play with my friends and then I don't leave it to last minute. I'm also a huge last minute person, but I designate that time in the the last minute air quotes, the last minute time zone. Um, I designate that time specifically for that project or whatever I'm working on. So that way I'm not going to get distracted. I know I have to finish this so I schedule that time. It might be last minute, but I schedule time for it so I can get it done. And it's not like I'm going to be, well, like I said, distracted. But when you get home from school, 
just make sure you do some time management, balance it. And if you are able to do time management before you're out of high school, you will kill it in college. Trust me. Your mental health is the most important thing while in school. And if you are able to control that and handle that and understand it, then you will be a very, very successful student. So honestly, just really learn, um, time management. Somebody wants me to talk about my upcoming book. And I think this is the last thing I'll talk about um, because we're getting close to, uh, whoa, we're getting close to 20 minutes. And I want to keep these episodes kind of like 20 minutes long. I know you guys want me talking longer, but I just get really tired. My throat gets, and my throat hurts a little bit. But what I want to talk to you about now is my book, my book. Um, I kind of have a name. Um, uh, don't take it. Don't steal it. Uh, it's going to be called to be continued dot, dot, dot. And I was going to save this for another podcast, but I'll make another podcast about my actual book. Basically you guys have been asking a lot. When is it going to end? When is it, when's the book going to be released? What like, come on, when are you finished? Blah, blah, blah. And the book is going to be about life experiences. I call them installments. They're not chapters. They're because it's not a novel and it's not poetry. So I call them installments. There's some poetry in it and there's some more chaptery style things. Like there could be one page that has one line on it and then there can be another page that has three or four paragraphs or 10 paragraphs and stuff like that. And because I want to make a book for everyone. Growing up, I got a lot of concussions and I wasn't really able to read a lot because it would hurt my head and so I read a lot of poetry because it's shorter and I have ADHD so I can pay attention to that so I wanted to create a book kind of for everybody now if you're a big reader you'll be able to read through this book in like a day but if you are a good reader then you will take the time and actually read this and 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 place yourself in my shoes and honestly I'm putting myself in your shoes as well because this is a very relatable book not in the sense like oh I want everybody to buy it but it's a relatable book because I want people to feel like I want people to know that they're not alone in situations and the book is called to be continued because I talk about life experiences and my mom told me she was like you're too young to write a book I'm never too young to write a book because I'm not writing about tomorrow I'm not writing about in 30 years from now I'm writing about right now I'm writing about yesterday I'm writing about the experiences that I've lived and I want to keep writing books and I feel like this is the best thing that I can do and I'm so excited like I get emotional whenever I talk about it because I've been working on this book for oh gosh um since January 6th, 2016 I worked on it for about a year and then I took a little break and then I went back to it and Back to it in January 6, 2017. So it, it's been a while. It's been two years now, and I think that's that's insane. But the reason why it's called To Be Continued, I'll actually answer it this time, is because there's no end. There's no end. And I, obviously when I'm dead, there's an end. But my life experiences aren't just going to end when the book ends. They're going to keep going. And the, the, the story is going to be To Be Continued. And if, if you want to keep listening then i'll write another one and that's going to be to be continued like it will always be a continuous story because my life experiences never end just like yours you're going to constantly go through these hardships these these wonderful times the success stories you're going to go through everything heartbreaks love marriage divorce all that stuff and oh well maybe you're going to get fired from your job maybe you're going to get the dream job that you've always wanted you know there's so many things that we can go through in life and i don't want to stop writing and i feel like if i'm writing um 
a novel that's not even about me, then I'm not going to be able to write. And if I write something about me, then I'm not just going to want to write about one thing. I want to write about everything. I want to tell you guys the darkest parts of my life because when I'm dead, I don't want people to just think, oh, Joey Kidney, oh, that sucks. Dead. No, I want to think, holy shit, he's still helping us now because when he was alive, he was sharing everything about him, every hardship, everything. He wasn't scared to help the world because, well, listen, I'm dying anyways, and if I can help people, I'm going to do it right now. And that's what I want my whole book to be about. So you're going to read stuff that is going to make you cry. You're going to read stuff that's going to make you laugh. You're going to read everything. And I'm not doing this to tell you, oh, my God, go buy the book. If you want to buy the book, buy the book. I don't know when it's going to be released. I'm Right now, I am almost done it. I am about, uh, I would say about two weeks away from finishing it. Um, I can only write it when I'm in a certain mood, so that's really tough. Or when I go through like a really bad like heartbreak or anything like that, or being stood up, or situations like that where I can start writing. Um, so it's kind of difficult to just write every single day, but it's almost done. And I'm, I'm super excited. And I don't have a release date, but right now a the book cover is being made and the illustrations for the book inside. I'm going to have some drawings on the inside to make it a little more. I like drawings, and I want to make it more. I want to make it something that you can feel, and drawings help that a lot for readers. And I really like drawings because then it kind of tells me how I should feel or recommends a feeling that I should have if I don't understand what the installment's going to be about. And there's just a lot of work being put into it. Again, I do everything by myself. And hopefully, like, I'm trying to get this podcast on Spotify and everything like that. So your support literally means the world to me. And I just want to say thank you guys for everything. And I I feel like I thank you guys in this podcast, like, more than the actual podcast is. (laughs) But seriously, thank you. I'm wearing my happy hoodie right now, the blue and white one that says stay you on it. And literally, uh, there's a stay you sign lit up in two spots in my apartment. And honestly, like... When I was 16 years old, I went through like the darkest time of my life, and and I didn't know if I was really going to make it out. And stay you kind of saved my life, and I hopefully and hopefully it's it's helping you. And to see it on my clothing or on my wall or literally tattooed on your bodies, it moves me and it makes me keep driving to save the world. And um, well, I'm super thankful that you guys are here to support it. So if you like this podcast, let me know. DM me on Instagram or comment on my new photos or whatever it is. I use Instagram the most, or you can tweet me. Everything is at Joey Kidney. Make sure you follow me on Instagram because I want to get to 120,000. We're losing a lot of followers. I don't get why. I'm not doing anything weird, but um, it would mean the world if you could go follow me and share this podcast with the people you love. And stay you, stay beautiful, and hopefully I will talk to you guys very soon. Bye-bye. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.